Hello, everyone, and we are live here with Live Reality Games to discuss the premiere of the Victory House Mole Season 3. We are so excited. I am one of your two lovely hosts, Drew, and I will be joined here every week by my co-host, Zach. Zach, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Drew? I'm thriving. This was a great episode to kick off the season and can't wait to talk about it with you and our guest for this week, Brent. <laughs> hey, you guys. How you doing? Hi, Brent. Hi, Brent. I, said, I said, hey, and then I realized I wasn't on screen yet. <laughs> but yes. Hey, what's up? I am excited to be here. I have loved watching Carlo and the gang uh, do their version of the mole on YouTube since last year when I discovered it. Um, I am just I'm just a guest for tonight, but I wanted to be here to give uh, hopefully give it a good push off and let some people know who may not already know about the mole by Victory House to uh, tune in and watch because it's a pretty cool freaking show. Yeah, yes, so let, let's talk a little bit before we actually jump in about our experiences with the moles. For me personally, I have watched the US seasons and I've watched the Australian seasons, but I went into the Victory House mole completely blind. I did not see season one or season two, so this was a new experience for me. And seeing the format that they use as compared to the original mole and some of the twists that they throw in, very interesting to me. What about you guys? What are your experiences with the mole? Well, I did not watch The Mole until actually recently. Um, I was asked to be a part of production for The Michigan Mole. So um, I quickly started watching some episodes of The U.S. Mole and then um, obviously had to dive into Victory House uh, as soon as I found out about it. So, yeah, uh, that is my experience. Excellent. Well, uh, I actually d didn't really care for the first two seasons of The Mole on U.S. television. I'm 46, so the fact that I've lived long enough, I, I was there during the era when this was all happening. But when Kathy Griffin and company came for Celebrity Mole Hawaii season one, that was everything. And I still remember the, the moment when Frederick walked out as the mole at the end of that season. Uh, I, I was absolutely blown away because I wasn't like into all the clues. And like I realize now, like if you look for the clues, you can figure it out, especially toward the end of the season. But I didn't know that then. So when they revealed Frederick as the mole and then on to season two of Celebrity Mole, when again it was another supermodel, like I was just like, these people are crazy. And they were nuts and watching Corbin and Steven. So then I've, I, I went back and watched like uh, season one and season two of The Regular Mole. And then... Uh, the other guy, not Anderson Cooper, the other guy brought back the mole onto ABC, uh, and they had like a season, but it wasn't, it was okay, whatever. Um, and, uh, but then like, but then, but then when I found Carlo and company doing their version of the mole for see, I came on in season two, I didn't watch season one. And the thing about Carlo and company is they do a lot of meta references with their own universe of stuff, like talking about people that were in, pre in season one, but I'm like, I didn't watch season one. So I don't know who the, this Jessica bitch. I don't know who she is. What is, why, why is everyone, <laughs> people are clapping for her. Why are they clapping for her? I got no clue, but it was really, really fun. And I got into it very quickly. I think I started watching because um, Taylor St. Louis, who uh, I knew through Sequester, was on season two of The Mole, and she was actually out very quick during season two. And I was kind of hoping they brought her back for season three because I knew they were going to bring back some vets, but not so much. We got Joel, though. That's cool. Parker, we did. Yes, and, uh, and a couple other people from season one who I'm excited to get to know. Yes, I cannot wait to talk about this cast because we have lots of characters on this season. Um, I guess before we actually get into the tasks. We should talk about uh, the cast and our first impressions. Like I said, I went in completely blind to this season. I did not look at any preseason anything. Um, I went in completely blind. So uh, us meeting the cast on the show was my first time seeing the cast aside from the one person on the cast who I had experienced before. But um, so <laughs> I think- who was that? You can't Lance. just hanging. Oh, okay. Lance. Right. And Lance is, I believe Lance is the first person we meet in the episode, correct? Yes, yes he is. Yes. So what do, what do we think about Lance? Uh, like Lance, like, I mean, at first I, I was glad as we went along that it didn't turn into the Lance show because the fact that he was introduced first, I really, and then he had some antics at the beginning. I really yes. thought it was going to be the Lance show, but then like to, from, for my money, it quickly became 
the Michelle show. So because I love Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was glad that we got a more balanced edit from the people who are doing the show. Uh, Lance, Lance was everything that I expected him to be. He's a veteran of reality TV. I watched him on Big Brother Columbus. I watched him on a few other shows. Like I watched him on Sequester. Like Lance is there to turn the party, have a great time and be remembered. If he wins along the way, so be it. But he really, honestly, I think he give two shits about the money at this point. I am really excited that the money is a bigger factor this season than it was last year because that was my biggest my biggest qualm of season two that I literally wrote to them about was like they get these people get to the end and there's like you know two dollars and a bucket of spit at the end like what are you doing like there has to be some reason why people get to the end so I was glad that along the way they got to accumulate money I think they have more almost more money at the end of episode one than they had at the end of the entirety of season two so that is to be commended yeah I actually Zach we can't hear you I don't know um, but I was actually going to say about the money. I like that the uh, prize fund is so big. I think they said they could win up to a thousand dollars. But honestly, I don't know that that particularly matters because getting to know each of these players, it doesn't seem like many of them care about the money. Most of them are just there to be conniving and play the game and make it to the end, which is good to hear, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. I, I think Sabrina was excited to win the money. Sabrina was the one person. She's like, because she's been around the bend. She's she's had her fun. She's already won yeah. reality TV before. So she's like, you know what? I'm here for the money. I'm here for business. So I can respect that. Um, I, I uh, Zach, if, if, go ahead and say something. I want to see yes, if we can hear. Hello, something. can you hear me? Yes, yes. I think stop fiddling with your mic because okay. it keeps making all these scratching sounds. Sorry. Yes. There we go. Okay. So go ahead and say what you're trying to say. Oh. Um. If we were talking, we were talking about the people who were there for the money, or people who were there for the fame or the fun. Yes, definitely. I I agree with what you said about Lance, and definitely Sabrina is there. I mean, she's got a wedding to pay for. I know we always say that, but she's got that wedding to pay for, and that's money. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I I love Sabrina. Um, she's the next person I have uh, written down, and I just put confident and emotionally smart. Uh, I had never, I've never seen her in anything before. I don't typically watch a lot of the fan-made shows but i love sabrina anything else that she's in now i'm kind of maybe i should watch that because i i had a great first impression of sabrina and you can tell that she's very calculated which i like she's very Mm -hmm. collected with herself yeah uh so so sabrina was on big brother columbus season seven she was on the totem pole which i think is now called the penthouse season three i want to say um and like she and i who was it there was was it michelle or somebody else who was talking about sabrina and how she gets to the end of every game she plays yeah get her out i'm telling you there was a little bit that when lance was getting into trouble and he said something about like well this isn't big brother y'all can't vote me off i'm like last year there was a big brother round so i wouldn't necessarily say that and tempt the mole gods lance exactly Um, there is a voting round i wouldn't want to be lance and i sure wouldn't want to be sabrina because those two people i would fear the most in this game and coming from the michigan mole where she won oh yeah so again making it to the end of every game that she plays um there's a reason for that she's extremely calculated and she knows what she's doing yes i thought that there was a possibility that they could select her to be the mole just because the mole gets to the end and she gets to the end of everything she does so it's like it wouldn't look out of the ordinary but then again you have that wrote down mm -hmm. and we'll get to it but like she did the matching quiz and i'm sorry she's way too smart not to get a perfect score and let stacy get a perfect score on that so yeah we will definitely get to that (laughs) Yes. Um, okay, the next person I have written down is Joel, and I have two words written beside Joel's name. I have returner and LBS. <laughs> Little booty syndrome. <laughs> yes, that was that was everything. I, I actually rewatched the episode today, and the fact when they came on later on the episode with you know in the arms of an angel, and like in you know, can you donate to the Little Booty Fund? You know, can you help people like Joel? Oh, like that was that was really great. I'm glad the editors. Everything had some fun with that because that was a lot of fun. I will say, let me just say from the start that I really think, I want to commend Carlo and company because last year, and I think this is a symptom of the house, um, I really, I, it was very hard for me to get to know who the fuck, I mean, like, girls, I'm, I, I didn't know who Peaches was from the, like, until, the, like, the third episode. I think I met Audrey, like, in the fourth episode. Like, I didn't know who these people were because I really didn't get a chance to know them. And, like, they were just so much moving around and they were going through the town in the first episode. I and mean, when people are moving around, it's hard to keep track of who's with who because they're always changing groups. The fact sure. that we got to meet everybody, like, one-on-one, they were in their little groups in the house in a stationary position, and, we, and they were in little t- 
tight groups of three and four where we knew, okay, like Sabrina did the matching quiz. Stacy did the matching quiz. Lance did the Marvel balance thing. Like, like it was better and easier to compartmentalize in my head. Okay. Like this is who this is. This is who this is. Honestly, if you showed me all 14 people and asked me to identify them, I could do that now. Yes. I could not do that in season two. I agree. And okay. having not seen season two, I, I don't know how this compares to that, but I feel like I was worried going in that I would not know everybody. Cause you know, obviously yeah. fan made shows, editing could be wonky. Professional made shows, editing is wonky, mm -hmm. but I feel like I know everybody and yep. I honestly like everybody. I don't know if there's anyone that I don't like, but I guess we'll, we'll continue is there that. Anybody I don't like, I don't well, know. The next person, <laughs> the next person I have written down is Parker. And the first thing I have written down was don't like him, but then I crossed it out and written love the chaos. <laughs> um, so Zach, what do you think of Parker? Because I don't know if you watched season two, but we didn't get to see a lot of Parker in season two. Correct. So that's that I have played in org with Parker and I enjoy playing games with Parker. Um, and I was sad to see him go early on season two. So I was happy to see him come back season three and um, looks like he'll be sticking around hopefully a little bit longer than he did last time. So yes, this is what I was talking about before, because when Parker was eliminated in season two, I was like, who is that? Like, <laughs> Like, I really had no idea who he was. I really didn't. So, like, I didn't feel anything for him because I didn't know who he was. But this time around, obviously, I know who he is. And I'm excited to see him back. I was also excited to see, like, their, you know, the people who were eliminated first, especially, you know, they were gung-ho to try to win as much money as they could because of the twists of the first episode, which we'll get to. But uh, yes. I was excited to see that. Yeah, I, I love Parker. I think he brings this, like chaotic schemey energy and i feel like he's gonna have all these plans and half of them are gonna misfire and he's gonna get himself in trouble and it's gonna be great really excited for that right when they introduced him and he had his little confessional he was like well what i did wrong last time well of the of the many things that i did wrong last time i'm like yeah. that sounds more apt <laughs> yes. yes yeah <laughs> um all right up next Nathan. I really like Nathan. I feel like he has a good vibe. I feel like he's going to be a social player. I don't know why. These are just like impressions that I'm getting. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I feel like Nathan's going to be a good social player and I I really enjoy Nathan. Nathan might be one of my uh favorites on the cast. I also put that he seems fun. Um working in ministry, he said that he can use that to cozy up and get the information. So, he might be able to use that to his advantage cuz I know um that that's a tactic of many others. Cool. Uh, Nathan, obviously I love because I watched him on big brother Columbus season seven as well. That was the first big brother Columbus season that I got introduced to. I can't, I can't, I I'm trying to remember like why I started watching that. I, there was a reason why I started watching that. I think there was somebody on there that I knew. And then I watched it and he got to the end of that show and I had a great time with him and all of the people on big brother Columbus season seven. It was actually a really well-produced season if I'm saying so. Um, but, uh, Nathan was a lot of fun and he is in line. He worked very closely with Sabrina on, that season of Big Brother. So if you're looking for a coalition early, it has to be those two. I agree. I like that duo. Those are two of my favorite people on the cast. No shade to anybody else, but sorry, those are the faves early on. Um, your, your faves just to be faves or your faves to win? Not to win. I have okay. absolutely I'm just I have absolutely no idea who's a favorite to win right now. Okay. Um I mean I'd be shocked if Sabrina doesn't get to the end, just because she always does, but you know we'll see <laughs> um next what about dre what are our thoughts on dre this is his first live mm -hmm. reality game yes. um and he said he wants to be remembered so um i think he's part of the other jersey bro somebody said mm -hmm. like the, the jersey brother so yeah that was Nathan. Uh, he called him the jersey bros josh and dre yep. yeah yep um, but well, I, uh, he was, he, we got to know him a little bit more as the episode went on. Um, the thing about Dre is that he said some people are here to make reality TV and some people are here to be reality TV. And I am, I am the latter and I can respect that. Like, you know, there's not a ton of money when you go on a show like this, you want to have a good time. You want to make people, you want to make good TV and you want to have a great time and you want to let whatever your inner self is that you that you have inside of you you want to let it out like when i was on sequester season four i wasn't anything more than what i am in real life it's just that 
I let myself be everything that I normally am, and I didn't hold back. And I think that's what Dre is trying to do here. He just does what he wants to make sure that he doesn't hold back. And if that's what he can do, um, I think he'll call that a success, no matter if he wins or loses. Yeah, yeah, I did like that comment from Dre about being reality TV. I I didn't get much of an impression of Dre. I'm definitely interested to see more of him next episode because I I didn't get much. I didn't feel much either direction so yeah i think nathan called him young and stupid like you know he's just young stupid they want to get drunk you know like uh the right Bros. yeah so uh i there, there were some definitely some fun some fun confessionals along the way people people let, let a few people have it in a fun way physically i think he's going to be a challenge to work with but oh like would you mean like he's just like a physical beast or like what, potentially what yeah okay. i right. think so okay what about our treasurer, Katie? Which, how did she become the treasurer again? I, I thought it was going to be Stacy. Literally, they were like, Katie, she can kept we trust saying her you? name. They well, were like, Katie, I, can we trust you? And Katie was like, She said, and I think in her confessional that she kept saying her name, kept saying her name. And then finally they turned to her and was like, Can we trust you? And she was like, <laughs> Well, let me pencil her in for the mole. Oh my God. Like I, I, I didn't know how that happened because I thought it was going to be Stacy because Stacy was the one person who got a perfect score on the quiz. And I was just like, how, mm-hmm. well, I thought for sure it was going to be like, what, why, why would you not give it to her? Yeah. Uh, I would hundred percent thought it would be either Stacy or Sabrina because Sabrina dumb. just has that energy. Stacy and Sabrina Ugh. both have that energy of just, I can trust you. Ugh, I don't know. Gosh. Well, we knew it wasn't going to be Lance. As soon as Lance volunteered, we knew that wasn't going to happen. So right, right. We will definitely get to that. Um, otherwise, Katie, thoughts? Oh, uh, I mean, she was fun. She was cool. Um, yeah. I, I, if she's going to be the treasurer, you know something's going to happen with that money later on. The fact that they're physically giving them the mole money this year, uh, I would be very nervous about that if I was the person who was actually playing for the money. Which I love that they did that. They, I think they did that on a couple of the seasons of the Australian Mole, and there's always drama with the money. Somebody either steals the money or the money's <laughs> lost or somebody spends too much on something or it's miscounted. So I'm very excited to see how that goes. And I believe this is a second chance for her as well. So um, she says she's going to come in with a different strategy. So maybe Treasure is that way. All right. Next up, we have... Jamie and Jamie through this first episode my thoughts on them turned a lot because at the beginning of the episode I was kind of like oh Jamie not a great first impression very low energy maybe not able to integrate super well but by the end of the episode I was like okay Jamie's killing it the note taking on the arm and the hand and on all the plates I was like okay Jamie's Jamie's in it to win it and I like Jamie I love Jamie. Uh, Jamie came into the Michigan Mole House with their own full notebook, already like pages deep written um, before even getting their own notebook in the house. So um, they were out early in Michigan Mole. So I am praying that this is a longevity game for Now, Jamie. just to be clear, like, did this tape, did this tape before or after Michigan Mole? Victory House taped before Michigan Mole. Okay, 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 okay. So uh, just for my own uh well, personal Tyler. edification. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so Jamie, oh, I really, I'm, I'm so excited, so excited that they are here for the representation of it all. Like, and I, when they were talking about how the fact that you know that they didn't have a great situation growing up, uh, with their with their personal situation, but then they found their own family within the virtual online world of reality TV. I thought that was just like, that spoke to so many people who I know of personally, who have were able to find friendships and, and beyond and, and real, real family through this world of reality TV, obviously with the COVID era, more virtual. And now like, as we like move past the COVID era into the LRG world, like I'm really excited about it. So congratulations, Jamie, for being here and representing. We are yes. glad to have you. And on top of that, I can just, I feel the intelligence. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I get good vibes. Cool. Yeah. I, I think quiet confidence would be the word that I would, yes. that I would use to describe Jamie. Very good. Yeah. All right. And on to Jeremy. Uh, I really like Jeremy. I feel like Jeremy is going to become a much bigger character. I don't know. Jeremy has dad energy. Maybe and that's why I didn't. Yeah, he was okay. Like it was just a little boring. It's a little boring. Yeah, I don't know. 
I'm being umbrella. I keep it real with you guys. Like, I'm sorry he's a little boring, but you know, like you, it wasn't like I hated him or anything. And he, like he definitely has possibilities to grow. But uh, I just felt like he was quiet for the premiere episode. Like you could have been eliminated at the end. I'm sorry. Like they, they, they still five people still had to see red screens at the end. It could have been you, and your time would have been there for what? For could what? it be a yeah. mole strategy? <laughs> I guess. Well, how did he do? Oh, not well. Jeremy did not do well this episode. No, that's right. And Jeremy yeah. is a very, very big mole fan as well. Extreme, like, mole fan. Yeah. So I expected a little bit better of a performance. So that's why I kind of you know, ticked the box of a mole maybe next to him. Here's the thing. Uh, there's some, The thing about the, that irritates me about people who play, like, these LRG versions of the mole is that everybody's, like... The mole doesn't even have to sabotage because everyone else is trying to be the mole so bad. <laughs> exactly. There's people who are making no money for the pot. If I was on the mole, if I'm on, if I mark my words, Drew, if I'm ever on a season of the mole, I will literally exhort everybody to just put your fucking ego aside. And let's win as much money as we can for the goddamn pot. Stop looking like the goddamn mole. That way it makes the mole's job so much fucking harder. And they have to try to blend in with everybody else. Like, why can't you people get it together? But there's yeah. so many people who are trying to act like they were the mole this episode. And that's what I was saying earlier about how like 75% of this cast just feels like they're there to scheme and to like try to trick everybody else as opposed to actually win the game. And I think that that is going to make for a very interesting season. Yes. I think we're yes. going to have a lot of surprising eliminations coming in. Well, that ha I mean, like given the fact that there's no social dimension, social dynamics here really unless there's like a big brother round or survivor round like i mean it, there's always going to be a few surprises mm -hmm. there's always gonna there's always gonna be somebody to get a red screen i remember watching season two of the mole and i like every time ame had to see her screen i was just like oh my god please don't be red please don't be red please don't be red <laughs> because like i hated ame in the first episode but by the second episode and beyond i was living for her and i'm like i loved her at the end of that show so when she like came within one point of winning i was there i was living the dream with her but oh my gosh like i if you if you, <laughs> if you can avoid seeing your screen in the first episode you got a gift from the heavens and these people were lucky <laughs> yes mm-hmm um, let's move on to Evan, who was uh, definitely a bigger character in this episode. He was funny. Um, he was funny. Um, he was bitchy. I, yeah. Yep. I have all I have written down is overly confident question mark question mark because I don't know that he particularly has a reason to be. Everybody's coming in on the same playing field, so I don't know why it seemed like he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely like I'm gonna win this." I mean, I didn't mind that. I mean, you might as well say you're going to win it. I mean, what the hell? Like, if you end up winning it, you look like a fucking genius. And if you don't <laughs> win it, like, what the heck? So uh, he was the one who was uh, from Illinois. He was an auditor. He plays board games. Yeah, like lots of board games. games. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was the, also the one who found the clue. But then Lance also saw the clue or something. So, like, uh, was was that even real? That was real, right? Because they did they, they did other fake stuff. Remember, like, remember he was like, I found the clue. That was the gibberish, the, the gibberish yeah. letter. Yes. He found the gibberish yeah. letter. But Lance also saw it. So he was like, well, I wanted to work no, with Lance. Work but with then, yeah, but then they got into that fight about who was going to carry the money because lance wanted to be the money yeah anyway yes i think they have to end up working together because it's mentioned so many times from evan specifically like i want to work with lance i want to work with lance yeah i don't know Definitely. we'll see what happens we'll evan see. is a very smart guy um coming into michigan mole i i expected him to be a top contender and he actually was one of the early ones out as well so um seeing him you know start some drama in this one where he was quiet in mole in michigan mole um i liked that so so how many people w w that are Officially, on this cast were on the michigan mole i've heard i didn't realize Evan, there was jamie and sabrina i believe so, were the only ones on michigan Mole. three of them okay yes. cool. all right cool on the same season yes man they got the mole fever man they were just yeah. like like, you know what? That leads me to believe that they didn't do well. And they were like, you know what? I need to go make up for my bad performance. Or maybe one of them was the mole and wanted to play as the non-mole. We'll see. Um, all right. Up next, my favorite player probably so far, Michelle. Me I too. love Michelle. Yes. I love Michelle. Yes. Yes. I'll just say this. Carlo, I don't know if you picked Michelle to be the mole, but you should have. 
You should have picked Michelle to be the mole because I'm really going to be sad if Michelle gets red screened mm -hmm. out of this game. I love Michelle. Agreed. And it's so fun because I'm going to be real. I typically identify with the males. I, I'm just I'm putting it out there. That's my bias. I typically identify the, with the males on reality TV. So the fact that she won me over says a lot about her personal uh, in the, whatever she has inside of her, it's just magnetic on reality TV. Like mm -hmm. it, there was, it was, it, she was absolutely irresistible when she was giving her confessionals about Lance and about some other people and the tea that she had. She Clear. did it in a really fun kind of bitchy way, but not in like a really mean way. It was just like in a <laughs> kind of way, and like it, it was just like the, her delivery was just spot on. Michelle, yes. I absolutely loved you. Thank you for playing season three of The Mole, and I really hope you are there for a long time. Please don't go out. Yes, agree completely. Um, up next, we have Stacy, who, again, loves Stacy. Zach, what were your thoughts on Stacy? Stacy, love her, love her, love her, love her, love her. Um, she got. 12 out of 12 in that matching game. So beast. Um, I just, I, I feel like I know her, but I don't know her and um, I, I want to get to know her so bad. So. Yeah. I definitely want to learn more about Stacy. So hopefully get, so we get more of her. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, when I saw Stacy, I was like, okay, you're like Karen, big brother five. <laughs> uh, from Big Brother Canada season five, like that's what it, but that's what it came out. She came up as the the older, like chain smoking woman who's like kind of the mom of the house. Like, well, she's a little crazy, a little kooky. Like, like, uh, is there more to see than that? Like, I don't know. We'll see. I agree. Yeah. Um, up next, Josh. Um, I have nothing written down besides young Josh. gay. Bye. <laughs> like, I don't, he, I don't know if he actually is, but like he was annoying the shit out of me at times. He's he's the one that he's the other half of the Jersey Bros. Jersey Bros. Mm -hmm. called. But um, he was the, he annoying at times, funny at times. Seemed like he was there for a good time. Um, I don't really know how much he was paying attention to his surroundings. Like, like the thing about mm -hmm. here's the thing, the real like the real. ABC or wherever that way it might even be on Netflix now. Whatever a season of the mole that that they do has nothing on whatever Carlo and company are doing over here because there are so many details that you have to remember. Like, did you see the numbers? Like when they when they passed out the envelopes, it was like one, two, three, four, and you're expecting like five, six, seven, eight, but no, it was like seven, eight, ten, and twelve or something. Like exactly, you, you know that shit's gonna come up at the at the end of a quiz sometimes. So. uh yeah, uh, I, I don't know if he's really paying attention, Josh, but God bless him. Hope you do well. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like we didn't hear much from Josh in confessionals. I think we got like one or two solid confessionals from him, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any opinions on Josh, which I guess is not great, but could be worse. Could be yeah, worse. I, I feel yes. like I, I have like time will have to tell with me as yeah. well. And last but not least, we have probably enough. Again, I feel like I say this with everybody. One of my favorite players on the oh season. Oh my god! Is there, there's such a, like like a series. That's why you guys have me here to keep it real. There no, are people, I love. There are people okay. on this cast who are not very good television. Okay, there are people who are here who literally <laughs> are wallpaper. I will tell you who they well, are. Steven is not wallpaper. Steven, in my he opinion. was not. Yeah. Steven has that calm and collected energy similar to Sabrina. I mean, I feel like he might be a little bit better socially. I, that's the impression I got than Sabrina, but he was very, I, I saw Steven a lot in the background, like watching very uh -huh. like Analyze. mental notes. Is that what you were doing? I see. I, I, I find myself watching Steven. So, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he was Ooh. he was very handsome. Um, he was serving us like uh, I, I said in the comments, like preppy stockbroker. Like he was like with that little jacket Correct. and whatnot. And also, did you see his hands? His hands are fucking huge. When he had lifted up, so he lifted up his hands. This is before they got the notebooks. He lifted up his hands. I swear he had notes written on his freaking yeah, hands. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yes. he did. Oh my god, he had them all up his arm too. And Crazy I was like, these people are nuts. Wait, who was it last year? Matt Ames wasn't Ames boyfriend. I don't know if she's still with him. I hope she is. If she's not, I'm sorry. But like, <laughs> if uh, Ame, like, uh, Matt was uh, the guy who didn't take notes. He didn't take notes on anything, and he made it like halfway through the entire show. Like, you don't need to take that many notes on everything. Yep. What are you people doing? Go out there and have a good time. I don't know. On the real show, they ask specific questions like, "What color socks was the mole wearing? Like, what color mm -hmm. bracelet did the mole have on? I don't know." I guess these people All know right. what they're doing. All right. 
Steven says it right there, writing notes all up his hand and arm. That's what I thought. Yes. When he was, there was a moment in time where he had it, like he was, they were sitting there like in a circle uh, in the living room and he like had his hand up and then all his notes were yep. right there. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's good strategy. I guess if you don't have a journal, then what else are you going to do? It was a little Coffee tedious. filters. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yep. So it was fun. I it gave them a little fun to play with in the editing of this episode. I, I, it was a little tedious watching these people talk about how the fact that like they didn't have journals and like yep. that was the whole that was the storyline of the first episode was like so many people didn't have journals and they were writing on other things. After a while, that gets played out a little. I would just assume give everybody a goddamn journal and let's move on with the goddamn game. Can we just? I'm sure out? though. I'm sure everybody else will uh, get the next episode, and then I'm sure Switch so. will be thrown out. We'll, where people have to swap journals. I hope. Like I hope. Please give them journals in the next episode. I cannot put up with Jamie and Steven and whoever the hell else does it. Who else doesn't have a journal? I couldn't even keep track of who does have a journal. I think so like four or five people didn't get journals. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't um, see them carrying around paper plates to the quiz anymore, Carlo. <laughs> Please. Well, let's actually jump into the formatting of the episode. So we start off with the promotion for Victory House Big Brother 15, which was a very dramatic trailer. And then we actually get into the episode. And here is where I will have a negative opinion, Brent. Oh, yay! Let's hear I, it! <laughs> I thought that the first, like, five to seven minutes of the episode were very all over the place and a little bit disjointed. Like, we didn't really get a formal introduction. We had a lot of throwbacks to the previous seasons with, like, the hacker and stuff, and I coming in blind was like, what is going on? I we're know. seeing people I sitting know. at a table drinking. I'm like, what is going on? But then once we actually got into the idea of the movie genres, I was like, okay, I'm with it now. I'm just going to ignore the entire seven minutes that has just happened before this and focus on what's happening now. I don't know. How did you guys feel? I mean, I guess I'm used to Carlos editing. So like I, and that's not, that sounds like shade. That's not shade. I mean, I'm just used to the way they do things here. It's very meta. It's very in-house. Like you need to, you need to have watched like previous seasons of the mold to get all of their little in jokes and they're all, all of their references and whatnot. And if you don't, you're going to be a little bit behind. So I was prepared coming into the episode. So I got most of the things I will say that I did notice, like for instance, I think the Joker chips came up early on and then other people brought them and it wasn't until like the 40 minute mark where a little thing came on screen and explained yep. what the fuck a Joker chip is. Um, obviously a Joker chip gives you an extra point on the quiz. If you're scared about you being the lowest on the quiz, you can use a Joker chip, but you have to use it when you're, when you're taking the quiz and, and, and you can't use it after. Um, so, uh, yeah, or you can save it for another time. So I uh, that's like a, an, an instance of somebody or something where uh, I felt like the editing was a little bit behind in terms of people who are trying to hop onto the show. The thing about this season of The Mole is I feel like they had a really successful season two, and I feel like they're primed for success with season three. Again, we're still at the very end of the COVID era here. A lot of st people still have you know, habits of watching things online. So there's a lot of possibility for the people to really jump on the show. But I feel like the the lesser meta references, the better if they can keep them out. But it's but invariably, you know what? They're having a good time and they don't give a fuck. So it's it's like right. six of one and a half dozen of another. Right. Yes. And, and ultimately, that editing didn't really matter because once we actually get into the episode, it's like, oh, okay, I know what we're doing now. Yeah. So apparently they had a get to know you period on Thursday, no elimination, no game, no mole, no strategy talk, no nothing. It was just like getting to know you um, on Thursday night. And then Friday morning is when they started the actual game. And these yeah. people got very unlucky because apparently there was a rainstorm, a thunderstorm that rolled into the area there. And they like had to play the mole, at least for the first day in the rain. And so I'm yes. sure that's going to continue on into the next episode or two. Yes. So actually going into the game, Zach, do you want to explain sort of the overarching theme of the season? Yeah. So it uh, sounded like it was Hunger Games. Um, and I'm sounds more like it came from Jessica, maybe. So just throwing that out there. It sounded like she was really super excited for this kind of theme. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, am I the, uh, raise your hands. Are you, am I the only person when she said, are you going to be team PETA? I was like, I thought she meant the animal protection agency. Uh, originally, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> once I kind of got like, okay, we're doing, once I kind of got like, okay, we're doing a different movie genre every episode and we're clearly doing the Hunger Games this episode. I was like, okay, I'm with it. Yeah, I, I mean, it, you know what? They're having a theme. They have, you know, 
We we always like a theme at a party, and this is it's a party, fun. So it's, yeah, yes, yes. there's it, it does no harm. Up for a theme, so. yes, it does no harm. So yes. it gets explained to us that there will be three tasks um, this episode: two group tasks, and then well, really one group task, and then two individual tasks. Um, but our first task is training day, and for this. We have four different sort of areas that people yes. can go into, yep. um, which I liked that these were all that people could choose. And, and their they could area. select them. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I did like that. Um, do we know if there was like a limit on the number of people who I'm could do I'm guessing four because it, it looks like four. Than, yeah. I'm guessing four. Like if you signed up and you were number five, you were shit out of luck. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. They had axe throwing, um, mix and matching balancing the marbles on that board and then uh something with the pot i don't understand the puzzles with the arrows like can somebody explain I didn't that to either me? but it some Whatever. mental strategy something I that suppose. some of them were good at and some of them were not yes. yeah <laughs> yes um that that section was very quick it was just kind of like okay this person scored this this person scored yes. this this person scored this there was a limit okay. to three or four it had before had before yeah um we actually missed I sorry, we completely jumped over where they got split into districts. districts. Oh yeah, districts. So yeah, Zach. yes. So the, yes, they. Oh, go ahead, Zach. If you know what they are, go ahead. No, Hit yeah, it. no. They oh, we kind of touched on it before because they were missing a couple of the, of the districts, but yes. Yes, so they had districts, and you were going to be with your partner, and like one person on the team had to be more like Katniss, and one person on the team had to be more like one, Peta. Yeah. One person had to be smart, yes. one person had to be strong. Yes, yes. And so like they, they drew their names out of a bowl. Sabrina got with Dre, Joel with Katie, and then I think we got their little introductions at the beginning. So yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, those were the first two pairs. Then Nathan with Stacy, Parker and Josh was, a, was one of the male pairs. Um, then Lance and Michelle. That's a very fun pair. That's very a fun, fun pair. Um, like the mole gods were with us on that one. Uh, <laughs> Jamie and Steven were together and Jeremy and Evan were together. And they all have to decide which one of these uh, four activities they're going to do. Basically, like we could go into each activity, but let, me just, like, let me just narrow it down and tell you. There were a couple people that are sus and a couple people that did really, really good. So on the axe throwing, Dre... Uh, and Jeremy did freaking terrible. Like Steven doesn't yeah. even know what the hell he's doing. And yeah, he Jeremy. Jeremy got like what, like a two or something. He, he got five. Like, he technically, he got five out of twelve, which isn't even fifty percent. And he was apparently practicing and doing really well. But again, this is some idiot who probably is trying to be the mole instead of like actually is the mole. Uh, but then again, I have to say, looking back at season two and Peaches and all that, like like uh, the, I, the way they play their moles on Victory House, they like them sabotaging from the beginning. So to me, anybody who got like eight and above on any of their scores, I'm ruling out as the mole. Like, no. I, I, I really think that I, I, even Sabrina, I know she got eight out of 12 on her mix and match thing. I, 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 That's I would two be shocked. Pairs, though, I yeah, think. exactly. I, I, I would be shocked if she was the mole. Now, Brent, do you know if in this version of the mole, if production tells the mole how to sabotage or if it's up to the mole? I would assume. I mean, like, I would, I would, uh, well, here's, I don't know. Carl, maybe they're in the chat that can tell us. I would assume that the production tells the mole, like, you know, do that, just like on the regular TV show, they tell them, okay, we want you to be Team Katniss or we want you to do this. Um, they try to be this. And obviously, sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't and the mole mm -hmm. has to improvise. But I'm sure they tell them as much as they want to tell them. And then, uh, the mole has to try to improvise and try to make it look good along the way. So, yeah. I'm, you know, I actually, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm assuming they are in close contact with the mole. Sure. Um, so we also are told, as well as the players are told, that if we, if they can earn up to $140, that no one will be eliminated on this first uh, right. elimination. Um I completely misunderstood this sort of like formatting or layout thing. I don't know. Zach, do you want to explain it to the people listening? I totally got it. Um, so every $10 earned saved one agent from having their name revealed or having to be typed in at the execution ceremony. So essentially, like if all 14 of them had completed and earned $10, then nobody would have to get their name entered and all would be safe. 
Yes, exactly. So, like, the fact that it ended up at the end where they earned 90-some-odd dollars, mm -hmm. I mean, that nine people didn't have to see their screens. Now, here's the thing. One of those 14 people got the lowest score. Yeah, one right. of those 14 people would have been executed in this round. But it wasn't but, one of the people who volunteered. Yes, exactly. One, but that, that person, whoever that person was, is one of the nine people that got saved because they earned enough money and were exempt from having to see their screen. The five people who they revealed would have gotten a green screen anyway if they had yep. just earned zero yeah. money the so entire time. I guess my question is, what is the incentive for volunteering? Because either way, you either pass or fail. They're stupid. I wouldn't have volunteered. I, I think just I maybe the incentive of volunteering is not having to have a random draw. But, the, you, 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 but either way, if the you, if you volunteer, you're 100. percent If you if you draw, it's only like 10. percent Right. Like, why would you not wait to be drawn? I, these people who yeah. I don't know. I can't. I I don't. I you're lucky. I don't remember who. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. I don't remember who volunteered to see their screen at the end because I would rip every one of you a goddamn new asshole. Like that Jeremy, was terrible. What were you doing? Jeremy did. I I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, and then wasn't it somebody's task they had to get like three people to volunteer? That was that was fake. Wasn't that uh, fake? That yeah. was fake. Yeah, that was it. Somebody, I, somebody wrote that down. Wasn't Evan? And the funny part was like, I wasn't Michelle was talking about the fact that like it was very girly writing, but I think it was Evan who wrote it or something. <laughs> yeah, that was it funny. Evan who wrote it? Or was it Josh? Josh? Maybe I don't know. It was some guy. It some guy. Some guy wrote it. I don't know. Whatever. It was fake. It wasn't to do with anything with production. It was fake. So whatever so anyways moving on to the second task we have the cornucopia where the players are trying to earn their journals and also more money for the pot Thank you, <laughs> that's that's hilarious um and so the players are given a set of clues as to what color egg and what number egg will lead to let me say reward this shit was tough. Not only were they out there in the freaking rain the entire time, they're looking at a board that it's like a riddle board where you know yes. they, you have to look like the, there are 14 eggs that have blank. There are two eggs that have blank. There are five red colored eggs that have this many things. This has a power. This has a journal. Like you're, so you're trying to cross-reference things with other things that you might like. I love Michelle's confessional where she was – Michelle was – Michelle, God love you. You're trying to basically get like the magic eggs. She wanted the egg that has everything that she could ever hope and dream for. But a journal, an execution, a joker, <laughs> all of it. She did not get that. There was no egg like that, unfortunately. Uh, Serena seemed like she knew what she wanted to get really, really quickly. Yep. She wanted to get a journal and she got money. She was good to go. Uh, again, I, I do not think that Serena is the mole, but I was I still wonky about her how she did on the matching quiz again she only got eight out of 12 i still think she should have got 12 out of 12 but who am i to judge just saying <laughs> let me ask a very fair question yes in this task why did someone not just say everybody shut up let's work together and figure out how we can get the most money and also all get our journals mm. because that's my first thought is to be like everybody shut up listen Let's get this together. Let's all get our journals so we're all in the same playing field and all also get money instead of all of us doing our own thing and running around and then some of us getting screwed. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. I Either they didn't think of it or it, maybe they did and it was edited out or they're just stupid. I'm going to go with the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I, I listen, if I was on the mole, I don't know that I would think to say, okay, like, everybody stop. Of course, wait, then again, I did that on so I was going to say, yeah, I, really before, but... uh, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, who knows? I don't know what uh, nobody apparently has the balls to stand up and say, like, like, everybody stop. Let's do it together. Like, come on, let's work together and everybody will get what they want. Like, apparently they just didn't think of that. I guess yep. not. I think it goes back to what I was saying, what I've repeated multiple times. Everybody's here for themselves. They don't really care about the money. They just want to win and they want to screw everybody else over. So when you're put in this situation where you can either help yourself or help the team, these people are choosing themselves. I don't know. Zach, what were your thoughts on this task? Uh, I, I, I was it Lance and Michelle that I think slowed down for a second and said, okay, let's get the two eggs that needed to match up or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was them. Um, but I thought, I mean, that would have been a great strategy, Drew. Um, but yeah, I think it was a crazy 
challenge to stare at a little board and then run out and try to find, you know, this I mean, odd number and this color and it's, yeah, get it's what very, you want. It's very mole oriented. The thing about the mole is that it's like, especially this version of the mole, like you cannot play along at home. There is no way that I can look because they show that little screen of like the list of things and all the things that have the powers and the number of things. There's no way you can figure that out at home in like the three seconds that it's on screen, then you're watching people run around and try to get it. Like, I mean, basically you're just along for the ride when you're a member of somebody watching the mole. The great thing about the mole is that you can then go back and watch it a second and a third time to see like, Oh, okay. This is how they figured out. Like, you know, it's Pause like Sabrina, it, Sabrina it wanted a journal and money. This is how she did that. Like we, I see it now, but in the, in the real moment in real time, there's no possible way. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So we, everybody, gets their rewards or punishments. Oh, thanks, Parker. Thanks, Parker. I try. Thanks, Parker. Um, Call me. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get everybody getting their rewards, their clues, their journals, their punishments, whatever. I didn't keep track of that. I don't know if any of you guys did. Is there I anything, didn't either. Anything relevant that happened in that section? I think Jeremy got negative $5. Jeremy got he was the only with negative, yeah. Um, Which, that's two strikes against Jeremy just... Just oh, I know, right? Can you imagine if the producer, if he's the, actually, if he's the mole and the production told him, okay, make sure you pick like, you know, journal or um, Egg. Pa package number 12 or whatever, and it has negative money in it. Like, can you, can you imagine? I, yeah. I can see, I can see them doing that. Because that's what they do. They tell them what to do. You know that, right? Right. Just saying. <laughs> um, so then we go to our third task, which is an individual task, but also like a team individual task. Zach, do you want to lay that out for us? Yeah, it was the arena um, that goes, well, their smarter partner stood up front and answered true or false. And then um, the strength partner had to hold a pole with a golf ball on the top of it. And yes. that was the only thing that scared the crap out of me was a golf ball um, coming down and cracking somebody in the head. But thankfully, nobody, it didn't happen to anybody. So it was, um, it was very fun to watch. I have to say, this was like yes. right out of Survivor. Um, yep. this, this challenge was the challenge that Russell won to beat Brett at the end of Survivor 19, when if Brett had won that challenge, he literally would have won a million dollars. It's like where you, every time you get a question wrong, you have to add a piece of the pole and move your arm down so your pole gets bigger and bigger. A um, lot of fun to watch. I really thought that it was going to go the other way at the end, but uh, our boy Joel pulled it out. Wind, pulled the it wind, out. wind, wind, wind. Yep. Yes, the well, yes, the wind. Yes, that was. I was dying when that when that happened. The mole gods unleashed a vicious gust of wind that just came along. And was it Dre who was in competition Correct. with him? And yeah. uh, and he lo he lost his balls. Sorry, Dre. Lost his ball. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Joel? But I think I, I to what? comment on yeah. the smart part. I believe Sabrina didn't miss a single question in that. That's so Ray didn't need sense. to start until adding polls until everybody was finished with the questions and everybody had to start adding polls. So. Yeah. So after the, so every, for every question you missed, you had to uh, add a piece of poll. And then after they were done with all the questions, there were still multiple people left. So then every, was it every two minutes or something? Two minutes. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then they added a piece of, then they added everybody, even people who were perfect up until that point had to add a piece of poll. But obviously they started at a much lower trajectory than people who had been missing questions all along and had polls that were like 10 feet high. So yeah. And like we said, Joel pulled it out. Yes, yes he Joel did. Joel pulled it out and he won. Him, the... him and Katie. Yes. 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 And they won the, the silver screen. What, what, what? I don't, what did they I win? Don't... I forgot. And I was rewatching the episode, and I, I like basically it was like in the last ten minutes, and I and I ran out of time. So what did they win again? So Katie and Joel got to take a trip to the spy shack, which is yes. always the thing about the spy, wait, you know, the, the spy, spy supply, spy supply, which that whole concept was very new to me. And so when that oh, was yes. introduced, when yes. that was introduced, I was like, oh, we can buy advantages. This yes. is this so is that's fun. The, so so they earned a certain amount of money. That money determined how many people would have to see their screens at the end of the episode but then but then uh joel and katie get to go to the spy supply store that has various powers in it that you can buy but in doing so that money comes out of the pot and obviously the difference this year though yes. is that it comes out at the end yes. for the winner so i yes. do like that difference this year that they're using credit 
And the moles, the moles uh, purchases will also come out of the winners total yes. at the end. Yes, which is fun. So they <laughs> go, they go to the little store. <laughs> the Shake Shack. Yeah, I mean, like, basically, like, the, 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 this is what we were talking about before with, like, the Jokers and a little bit of the meta of the show. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching, if you're somebody who comes from the Mole ABC or you just learned about it on Netflix, you don't know what the fuck this is. This is like, what is this? Like, this does not happen on the real Mole. It's it's called the Spy Supplies Store, and it's where somebody can go in and buy a power who won the initial challenge that... Uh, uh, you they compete on on every episode of the mole on this particular series and but obviously no one knows who has that particular power and the great thing about this particular uh, episode was because both of them went in you saw them both talk about the fact that they could have both bought a power but they yep. decided not to do so so that it would cover their tracks about who actually has the power so if at some point there is a you know there are maybe something coming up where you could give a disadvantage to somebody and try to get somebody eliminated they you know they don't want either one of them to be culpable for having a specific power so only one of them selected right. a power now zach who got the power and what was the power I forget yes well, what was the power <laughs> well they took clean slate and i don't know exactly who has it i don't believe they said who has it but i'm gonna guess maybe katie has it because Maybe Joel they can tell got us. the silver screen, which was yeah. the exemption. Yeah, but so. he, well, we don't know how you won that, though, right? Which is why I'm thinking maybe Katie let... Okay. I so don't know. Just, so let's back up. So if you're in the comments and you know who won the power in the first episode of the Spy... Spy Supply. Sorry, what, what Shake is Shake Shack, Shack too? I know, right? Shake Shack. Just, just call it the Spy Shack. Just make everyone a lot more happy. I, can they just do that? <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so somebody won the power. We don't know who. But then, right when they're getting ready to see their screens, Joel, who also happened to be in the pair of the people that won the, the opportunity to go to the spy supply store, gets pulled out, and he gets silver screened. He gets the silver screen power, or it's played on him. We don't know how this happened. Wow. We don't know if somebody nope. played it on him. We don't know if he mysteriously picked the right journal or the right egg or the right package or somewhere along the way. But somehow, he got the opportunity to go to the silver screen. And what happened there, Zach? So this says, Katie bought the power. How players got to see the silver screen was not disclosed to anyone. That's of correct. Us. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Just like we thought. Katie got the power, and we don't know how the hell the silver screen thing happened. But obviously, or he did something. Yes. But yeah, Joel had to just watch some weird movie that looked so like funny. it was in reverse. And that was it. Yeah, so that was it. And he didn't have to see his screen. That was important. So he yes. could not have been one of the people, even if they went to the... I know that people ended up volunteering as tribute at the end, like idiots. But even if they hadn't, he wouldn't have, he would not have been in the drawing to potentially see, see his screen at the end. So he had made it past the first episode, and that's why he was so excited. Exactly. Yes. You know, I've thought about taking the time to dissect the silver screen film <laughs> that he saw to try to like write down clues. But I decided to um, not do that because I want the full Joel experience and being just as clueless as he seemed to be at the end of the episode because he saw that and he was like, that's it? What? That's what, it? What I thought that? I won something. Like, usually, like, literally, like, uh, there's been times in reality TV where people have won something. Oh, wasn't it like, um, oh, God, um, 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 oh, God. Who's the girl who is uh, Dominic's girlfriend who was on All Stars last year on Big Brother? What's her name? Dark hair. Um, uh, Danielle, oh, uh, yes, Danielle. Danielle, the evil big yeah. daughter. Yes, yeah, she won a power last year, and then she walked in and she got the power from the diary room, and it was literally yep. the most stupid thing ever. Like yep. she could play in the next HOH competition. She was so mad about that. That was exactly like Joel yep. felt at the end of this. I, and it was also just because of what the film was. He was like, "Oh, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah." So obviously, I feel like that has to be some sort of clue exactly sabrina a mystery to us as well and we aren't even playing um but yeah he watched it he was very confused and that's our episode one um lots of action lots of character development oh yes you remember the hippo mm -hmm. i remember something with a barrel i don't know mm -hmm. but um yeah um thoughts overall on the episode zach i enjoyed it nobody went home which was kind of bummer but um 
maybe next episode we'll see one or two red screens. Who knows? Um, and I'm interested to see how this silver screen, silver screen twist plays out um, with the Trojan malware. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited for the next episode. Can't wait. Yeah. So, yeah, I have the opposite opinion. I was actually really glad that nobody went home. Um, I love all most of these people, most of these people. I, I'm in it, but, I, but I'm into all of these people. It's even if I don't like you, you're still somebody who I relate to on some level. Um, I'm actually glad. Like, they've done this a few times on RuPaul's Drag Race where they didn't I, I eliminate somebody. I was going to say, as long as we don't pull a season 13 and have like four non-elimination. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's thing. not going to happen. I'm sure like we, they, they just wanted to have one episode where we got to know these people, got mm -hmm. to have some fun, got to be introduced to the cast, and off we go and next episode i'm sure at some point we're gonna get a double execution or something yeah um, but you know what that's the thing it's not today so we got to go forward to episode two we still have all 14 people all of these people could be the ball but let me tell you on my list of suspects yeah, uh, jeremy is at the top of my list uh dre is definitely a possibility although he could just be dumb um all the people that played <laughs> the marbles did absolutely terrible lance evan and nathan on the other hand, that looked ridiculously tough. Yes, it looked I agree. Ridiculously tough, Carlo. That was that was satanic. That was terrible. Like giving those people that Marvel board to try and balance. Like it. Like again, it was a little play on Survivor. Like they've had things like that on Survivor before, but it did not act like the boards on Survivor. Like those marbles, like zoomed down. Zoomed. There was one time where, like, uh, I think Lance. He put like a marble at the end of the board. And he let it go, and it literally like flew off the table. No. <laughs> Because he had the board at such an angle. <laughs> so those people, like again, I'm still going to go with Jeremy number one, Dre number two. Parker only got half on the matching. I'm looking at you. Um, and also Josh uh, was the lowest on the puzzle as well. And none of those people did particularly well except for Dre in the uh, 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 individual challenge at the end where, where they were holding it up. So... Um, yeah, I still say Jeremy. Jeremy is the ball. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Let's see if I get it right. Jeremy would be a super obvious mole, but... You think so? I think, like, see, Lance or Sabrina or Parker or Joel, any of the returnees, I think well, they no. would be the mole more... Yeah, than, I just mean yeah. obvious in the fact that he did so badly in this episode, money-wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you I can also think... say, like, like I'm just pretending to be the mole. Like, I want to throw people off. Like, I'm just trying to throw people off, man. Like, I, you know. I think... Jeremy's definitely in my top three suspects. Um, I I also have probably Nathan and Jamie are my other two because I kind of see them in the background a lot and both of them are very, they're observing a lot. They're paying attention to how other people interact a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm going to say Nathan's probably my, my guess for the week, but I honestly have no idea. Like I have, I have zero concept. Well, if Nathan's the mole, then Sabrina's not long for this game because you know they're going to be working together, which means she's going to be in a coalition with the mole, which means she's probably going to be out pretty soon. So sure. that's not good. I do have uh, Jeremy. I have Stephen potentially because um, he kind of hung out in the back there. Mm -hmm. um, I do potentially have Nathan. Mm -hmm. I don't have any females on my list yet that's how it always um, is though because the, uh, the to start yeah like last year i did not again i didn't even know who peaches was i'm just being real for the first three episodes um but like then toward the end like you saw a little bit of her mullish behavior even though it was there all, all the, the entire time um the thing with with as far as the females go like you really have to jump out and grab our attention Otherwise, yeah, or, or be a known quantity like Sabrina is. Otherwise, I don't know that I'm going to get a chance to know you. Um, Stacy, like, I, I feel like she's so different from the other girls. Yep. Like, it's impossible not to remember who she who she is and what she's like. She's the one who's got the cigarette. She got the 12 out of 12 on the quiz. She's a little bit older than the rest of the cast. Like, it's easy for me to peg her. Michelle, somebody else. Like, great confessionals. Very funny. Made Big you personality. Laugh. Yes, yeah. exactly. Sabrina, very calculated, very smart. Seems Katie's like she knows what she's doing. Yes. It um, could be Katie. Katie would be out of the females, the one that I would expect the most, probably. She but was the, I, yeah, she was the one who was like saying her name, like, like, who do you want to be the treasure? Katie? Katie. What about Katie? 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 Anybody want to do Katie? Yeah. Oh <laughs> me? Katie? <laughs> oh, you guys picked me? Wow. <laughs> thank you. I heard someone say my name. I don't right? know. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yes, I am very excited to see where this season goes. Great premiere episode. Any other thoughts before we close it out? Um, No, I just want to say great job, you guys. Uh, so Carlo and team, anybody, Ben, Jessica, Craig, who uh, had anything to do with the editing or the creation of the show, you guys are doing an amazing job. It's a lot of fun work. The thing that I tell people is that it's not the easiest show to jump into, but it's got a lot of heart. Like anybody who plays the mole really wants to be there and they want to have a good time and i feel like that like just in and of itself can carry a show so much when you have a great cast that really loves what they're doing and loves being there um we didn't lose anybody so that's great and i feel like it gives an opportunity to get to give a really good anchor moving into the second episode you can if you haven't watched the first episode already you can still go back and watch it it's on youtube and uh like get to know these people and then we'll watch who's gonna have their heart broken when they get red screened and episode two most likely yeah i'm nervous for that red screen don't want to lose any of my multitude of favorites early right. on hey Stacey. yes <laughs> but yes that i'm very excited for the next episode um and you know just donate to the lbs fund and help, <laughs> help, help somebody out in the arms of an angel <laughs> well with that being said and with that being sung we will see you next week at least zach and i will yes uh, we thank will you guys for you. having me by the way thank i basically you, like yes. i elbowed my way on to this episode <laughs> because i know i'm going to be covering big brother next wednesday so i was like this is my one opportunity to talk about them all and i love this show so let me talk about them all but you guys were really sweet to have me i hope you guys enjoyed it i had a good time and, so happy uh, to have you yeah it was yes, great to thank have you, you. Thank you, guys. Um, and tune in next week and see who our special guest will be next week as well. See ya. Bye.